0: And if you're torn between two decisions, attach each decision to like the end of a coin, assign it to heads or tails, and then toss the coin in the air. And I promise you in the moment that that coin is in the air before it lands, you will know intuitively which one you are hoping for. And that's the thing you have to do. Hey guys, it's Elena. Welcome back to 20 something. This is the podcast on Cappuccino's Croissants and Corporate Life, documenting all things pre-retirement and proving that brunettes have more fun. I just spent 3 days in New York. You guys saw this on Instagram. We were here for the launch of The Girls Club's New York chapter, which was very exciting. The Girls Club is started in Chicago. It's a big group basically of entrepreneurial girls who do do cool shit individually and do cool shit together also it's kind of like the concept of a members club but without the whole paid membership part almost like a sorority post grad it's similar to the concept of like if you've heard of a boys club which is where men i picture this in the 50s men used to get together in an organized or like an informal settings to talk about business and women and smoke cigars and play golf and all of that fun stuff so like picture the same thing but with a feminine flair. The founders started this club in Chicago and it was really like when I joined, it was a really good way to meet girls in a big city that I had just moved to. And especially girls with like similar interests and similar mindsets to mine, like girls who are doing cool things and who want to make more friends, who like hanging out in ways that do not involve alcohol and partying and all of that, but more like talking about side projects and crafts and businesses and their careers and dating and health Anyway, so this club started growing pretty quickly, actually, in Chicago, and we came to New York this weekend to celebrate them launching the New York chapter. So on Friday night, we did this private, gorgeous, gorgeous private dinner where a group of chefs who run a venture that's called Little Poutine and host these curated dinners basically cooked for us, like a four-course meal in an apartment in Brooklyn under candlelight. It was so dreamy. It was like such a sweet, intimate dinner. And then the next day on the Saturday, we had they or they had the official launch party of the New York chapter. So it was this formal, girly cocktail party at the Chelsea loft with cake and champagne and I met so 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 many incredible women. There were girls who work in law and in tech and in consulting and who run podcasts and who run nonprofits and activewear brands. Like it was really incredible. It was such a good group of people. But anyway, like the whole point of this ramble was that A lot of the people who I met this weekend live in New York and a lot of them also just recently moved to New York and in the three days that I've been here the number of girls who have convinced me or borderline convinced me to move to New York is like probably greater than 12 within the span of a few days. So I've had a lot of conversations about what it's like living in one of the biggest cities in the world and it's been making me think a lot about where I want to live now and also where I want to live maybe in the near future and then long-term, like where I may want to settle down one day. So in attempt to convince myself not to move to New York, I did as usual. And on the Sunday morning after this beautiful night of partying, I sat down at Ralph's Coffee on Madison and I wrote a list. Reasons not to move to New York City. I'm purposely, I'm purposely starting with the more interesting reasons, at least like the ones that are more interesting to me than the ones that you typically hear, because there are ones that we hear all the time. I'm not going to say the weather because we have more interesting things to talk about than that, but not necessarily in order of importance. Reasons not to move to New York City. One, it is so busy that it's hard or there's such a busy social life that it might be hard to put your head down and focus on like work if that is what you're trying to do. Because if you live in New York, you have the noise of the entire world outside of your door. Like you have the temptations of nonstop events and dinners and an endless amount of social activities going on around you. Like it does not sleep. So you could still theoretically be heads down and focus as you can in any city. Like if you really muster the, if you have the the self-discipline to do it, which not everybody does, let's be honest. But I would say that if you live in a place like New York, the level of self-discipline and control that's required to do so is just going to be a lot greater when you're living in New York versus if you're living in like Arkansas. And (laughs) I don't know why I use Arkansas as an example. I don't even know where that is on a map, but I can't imagine that there's that much going on in Arkansas. So you get the point. And by a similar token... The, um, another reason not to move to New York is that the fast pace of a city like that, like the pace at which people move could make you feel guilty for slowing down. So like what I mean by that is in a big city, especially one like New York city, you have the sense just when you're even walking around on the street, you know, that people around you are moving quick and they're doing big things. Like The pace at which people move makes you want to maintain the same pace. And that could be a good thing, but it also could make you feel guilty for slowing down. So this is circumstantial. Like let's say you're in a period of your life when your focus is actually not on going heads down and doing the work, on focusing or like going all in on some kind of project you're working on. If you're in a period of your life when you actually want to move slower, or let's say you're trying to teach yourself how to be more mindful, you're looking for peace instead of like excitement, then maybe not the best place for you because when you're around people who are moving quick and doing big things, it makes you want to keep the same pace. And it could like being around that kind of pace in that environment could make you feel guilty for slowing down. So like you have to kind of figure out what you're optimizing for. And if the thing you're optimizing for in your life right now does not match the vibe of a place like New York city, then don't move to New York, like move to an environment that is conductive, conducive, I don't know what the English word is, but you know what I mean? Like put yourself in an environment that fits the the pace at which you're trying to move and the kind of lifestyle that you're trying to cultivate. Reason number three, New York City is expensive. This one we had to talk about. You guys knew I was going to say this, but a lot of the conversations I had with girls this weekend was about the cost. Most of my friends in New York are paying an arm and a leg for their apartments in NYC, but also with none of the frills of apartments elsewhere. Like when I look at the people who I know who live in Chicago, myself included, like every single apartment building here has a rooftop pool and a gym and a hot tub and in unit laundry. And these are things that I take for granted in Chicago, but would be a complete unheard of luxury if I were living in New York. So it's definitely expensive. And as a sub note to that, I think one of the big downfalls for me as a secondary effect of the cost of living would be, because rent is so high, I probably wouldn't be able to live alone. Everybody who I know in New York under age 27 lives with at least one or more roommates. Of the two people who I know who live alone in New York, I only know two. One of them is, she's 28 years old, so she's already established in her career. And then the other one's a 34-year-old man who works at Goldman Sachs. so obviously. I'm 23, so if... I want to maintain the same lifestyle that I have in Chicago, but in New York City, I would have to either significantly increase my income, which is not necessarily a bad thing, or I'd have to be okay with paying about twice the amount of rent that I'm paying now under the same income in order to keep living in an apartment of my own. Maybe for you, like living with roommates may be your option three, but at this point in my life, like, I've lived alone for close to five years. And I don't think that I'd be ready. Like, obviously I could, but I just don't really want to move in with somebody unless it's my fiance. Like when I get engaged or when I'm with my boyfriend for a longer time, more seriously, yeah, we'll move in together. And then it also makes sense conveniently financially. But I love, love, love living alone. That shapes my life. That shapes my daily habits. It also gives me a lot of productive time because you actually don't realize when you live with other people, the amount of time you spend just like chatting with each other over the coffee machine or like while you're doing dishes a lot of your day actually goes to socializing with the people who you live with. When you live alone, there's nobody you can talk to. Like, unless you have a podcast going in the back, you end up being like pretty productive because there's not a lot of wasted time. You're just by yourself. So you're either resting or you're getting shit done. So I'd rather choose between like one, get ready to make a lot more money or two, just be okay with paying twice your rent for a somewhat less beautiful apartment. And neither one of those options is infeasible, but they're also not like idyllic. It's definitely a cost. It's an increased cost. So the result is just like, you better have a strong reason why you want to move to New York if you're getting ready to move to a city, probably twice as expensive as the one you're currently living in. And also like even apart from the cost of living, I paid yesterday $9 and 50 cents for a croissant in New York. I paid $9.50 for the pistachio rose croissant at Libre Bakery. Again, incredible, have no regrets, would recommend going to get it. But like, compare that to any city in France where you can walk into a bakery and get a fresh pain au chocolat out of the oven for like a euro 50. That's like 900% inflation. It's crazy. The fourth reason, is this number four? I lost track, but the fourth reason is... This actually came a lot. I, this comes up a lot when I talk to people, younger people like in their 20s who live in New York. The dating scene apparently is horrible. Like just by nature of the volume of the people who live in New York. I hear that it's, dating sounds like it would be fun theoretically, but that it's actually a bad, like it's a bad dynamic because there's just so many people that there's endless options and it dis- disincentivizes people from settling down or actually pursuing someone past a couple of dates. I guess the um, asterisk that I would add to that is it's dating scene is horrible if your goal is to settle down with somebody, if you want to get into a relationship. On the contrary, like it's probably a lot of fun if your goal is just to go on dates and meet more people. Cause again, the pool is bigger, so like higher chance that you'd meet a lot of people who you really like. Reason number five, it professionally, like New York is a city that makes a lot of sense for certain careers. It could make less sense. For some others so if you're in finance or consulting or you're an entrepreneur new york probably makes a lot of sense if you're in something like tech or crypto like it could make less sense than going to a place like san francisco where there's there are other cities in the us that are higher concentration or like a more favorable market for like certain careers you kind of have to do some research about whatever field you're working in where is the hub for that field, and if you're trying to grow your career, it probably makes sense to position yourself in that hub. As a last note, because it had to be mentioned, it is cold. It is cold in New York, and the only reason I think that's significant is that, one, you can't dress the way that you want, and if style is important to you, and two, it actually has like a, a physical, like scientific effect on your mood. One of my friends who I was talking to this weekend when we were talking about this said, Her argument was basically like, if you know that your end game in life is to live in a Mediterranean climate, a lot of us say that, like, I want to live somewhere where it's warm the majority of the year. I want to live by the beach. I want to live in nature. Like, I want to be able to dress the way that I want because it it feels good. So if your end game is to live in a Mediterranean climate, why would I add a step in between? She was basically saying, okay, I know what my goal is. I know the kind of place that I want to live in moving to New York would just be adding an unnecessary step in between that's delaying like me getting to the kind of place I actually want to be. And that can be applied to anything. Like if you can characterize right now, the place that you want to live and the place that you want to build a life one day. And if you describe that place and it's not New York, then maybe you don't want to add a step in between and prolong you finding the place that feels like home to you, or you finding the place where you picture your future self. And that was a fair, it was a fair argument when she said that. I kind of agree, but I guess the counter argument too, for some people, like if you're in your 20s especially, for some people, they're actually not in a rush to settle into their future. Like, And that's okay too. So if you're the kind of person who wants to try a new life because it's novel and it's exciting and it's sexy and you don't mind making a few stops on the way to your future, then maybe New York is a good idea. So that's the irony is that At the end of the day, it's actually not up to me or not up to anyone for that matter to tell you what you should do with your life and where you should go and who you should be with and who you should be ultimately. Sometimes the best thing is actually to write a list of the pros and cons. Like if you're faced with a decision, write a list of the pros and cons, put it all on paper, take a step back and look at it and then crumple up the piece of paper and say fuck it and do whatever sounds like the most Entertaining course of action for your life. Like whatever your heart is calling for you to do. Cause I've done that too. Like sometimes my genuine approach to decisions is okay, which route is going to make for a better autobiography about my life one day, or more importantly, like what is my heart telling me what to do? And if you're torn between two decisions, attach each decision to like the end of a coin, assign it to heads or tails, and then toss the coin in the air. And I promise you, In the moment that that coin is in the air before it lands, you will know intuitively which one you were hoping for. And that's the thing you have to do. So in the spirit of being fair, I actually wrote the other side too. I'll make this more brief, but still worth mentioning if maybe this is what you were looking for. So on the other side of things, a couple of reasons why you should move to New York City. One, the fast pace forces you to move faster. Two, endless things to do. And I wrote under this, complete impossibility of getting bored. Three, good networking opportunities. You never know who you may meet at an event or at a coffee shop who could become a lifelong friend or a partner or a co-founder. Reason number four. Cigar lounges, no need to elaborate on that one. Five, um, a variety of art everywhere in many forms. I think museums are the first form that I've explored. Less formal art galleries next. Music may be the next one, but beyond like traditional formats of art, there is art to be found everywhere in a place like that. Like even in people and in style and in buildings and in clothes. like it's just the amount of inspiration that I get is endless. It's actually sometimes even borders on overstimulation. And as a last one, New York is the place to be for careers in finance, consulting, fashion, and influencer marketing. I'm sure you could name some others, but those are the ones that I had a lot of conversations about this weekend with women who work in those fields and who are thriving in New York City. I would maybe add law as a, as a last one. So whatever it was that you came to this episode to hear, whether it was a reason not to move to New York or to say fuck it and do it, I hope that you got what you were looking for or at least one extra reason to do the thing. Okay, one last ask for me. One of my goals going into this year is to bring more cool people to the podcast. So if you can try really hard to think about how you first found out about 20 something, however it was, whether a friend sent you the link, whether you saw it on socials, it would help me a lot to know how you ended up here. And more importantly, if you can do that same thing to bring one more person to the podcast, if your friend told you about it or sent you the link to an episode, do that. If you saw it on someone's Instagram story, post a story, whatever it is, I would love if you shared and I'm excited to grow this community because my listeners are pretty cool. And I want to bring more people like you to the podcast because we're building a really cool group here. So I love you guys so, so, so much. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Thursday. Ciao.